Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Open Till Late podcast with your girl Ness. Um, this is going to be a solo episode today. Um, yeah, I've tried to record this so many times, guys. I'm not going to lie, but between like soundproofing issues and stuff like that, I've had to resort to recording this under my duvet in my bedroom. So I am praying that the quality is decent enough um, until I manage to get my own like home set up. So yeah, um, I wanted to talk to you guys today um, predominantly about sexual abuse um, this is um, off the back of what has been on the timeline recently um, and I know that a lot of podcasts have already covered this but I kind of wanted to talk to you guys from my own experience um, because I have um, you know stuff to share um, with you guys and yeah but before I do that um, I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys about um, a breakdown that I had um, last week. I was just having a really um, like weird day and somehow came to the conclusion that I felt like I shouldn't be podcasting. I'm very hard on myself when it comes to the stuff that I love and projects that I'm doing, which is probably why it takes me a while to share them with others. But because this is a journey and obviously the whole point of a podcast is to have listeners, you know, I've shared everything with you guys right from the very beginning. And um, again, obviously, lockdown has had like taken a toll on me as well in terms of rethinking about like what I want to do um, with my platform. So, yeah, I was just having this odd day and I was like, I don't think I can podcast anymore. Like I'm listening to the content that I'm making and I don't feel like it's me. Um, I don't feel like I'm coming across very well. Um and yeah, I was getting picky about like my, my articulation and things like that. Um, because generally when I have conversations with people, I'm like very opinionated. I have like funny, like personal stories attached to certain things and whatever. And I just didn't feel like it was coming across well on the podcast. So I was talking to my cousin and she very, um, very rightly said that obviously I am doing this by myself and then we spoke about like podcasts that we like and that we listen to and realized that a lot of them have been up and running for a while whereas I have only been doing this since February so she was like you need to cut yourself some slack and I was like yeah that's true and yeah so Cheryl shout out to you you guys um, will know her from having been on um the last episode and also the first one um I love her she just really helped me out and then um shout out to my friend Georgia who felt like an angel on that evening because I literally felt like I needed a sort of a sign or a push and um out of nowhere she called me fully knowing that I don't like phone calls she called me and um basically um again just sort of like encouraged me and uplifted me and got me to think of why I'm here and why I'm podcasting so massive um thank you to both Cheryl and Georgia and um yeah I think it's important for me to like say why I'm here um and a big part of it is just to encourage open and honest conversation um I have a lot of personal stories and things like that but in general I just feel like 
you know, unless you have a certain name on social media, you know, people don't really have um, like a platform to kind of share their experiences and opinions on certain topics. And that's what I wanted to create for anybody from whatever walk of life to come and say what they need to say. Um, and, you know, everybody includes myself. So I feel like I need to be um, more present on the podcast with what I want to talk about and my opinions and what I want to discuss. So I think I will be doing more solo episodes um, in the coming um, weeks. And, you know, I will also be having guests as well. So I'll have a mixture of um, kinds of episodes, but I think it is important to keep my voice on here because that's kind of what I wanted out of the podcast to have a space where I could just kind of really go deeply into topics. Um, And hopefully this episode gives you a little bit of a taster of that style of episode let's get into it. Um, I really want to discuss the topic of sexual abuse again off the back of what the timeline has been discussing for I think nearly two weeks now and I know that other podcasts have covered it but I wanted to um, talk to you guys about my experiences. So you know trigger warning, content warning that I will be talking about sexual abuse. I don't want to trigger anybody so if you feel that you need to tap out now that's absolutely fine and I will see you hopefully in the next episode but for everyone who is still listening where do I start so um my lovely friend sent me um this list on twitter um and was basically saying oh just so you know there's this list going around um it's known abusers to obviously protect other um people from encountering um similar experiences to what others have had with these people um and coincidentally um I've been watching I May Destroy You um and if you don't know what that is. It's a new series on BBC One by the brilliant Michaela Cole. And again, it's a series all about sexual abuse and um, consent and the aftermath of, you know, those um, types of incidents. And Michaela Cole actually um, wrote and directed and produced it, I believe, um, off the back of her own um, true story um, of having um, been sexually abused um, after her drink was spiked. Um, and the storyline of I May Destroy kind of follows a similar um, kind of story um, and then um, goes into like the aftermath of it um, and how the situation is handled by herself, her friends, um, the police, etc. So off the back of kind of watching I May Destroy You and then seeing this all unfold on Twitter was a bit of a mazza, I cannot lie. Um, I think since the Black Lives Matter um, movement has kind of resurfaced um, onto all of our screens, whether that be our phone screens, TV screens and in our conversations, um, I feel like within the black community um, in particular, there's been like a new reckoning every week of all different types of topics. And recently it has been the topic of sexual abuse. I found that that was kind of like such an interesting coincidence. And 
already from watching the show, I was reflecting on my own experiences and three in particular um, stuck out to me. Like, you know, when you just think of something and a memory kind of pops up when you think of a certain word or a certain object or whatever, I thought of three uh, situations. So the first incident um, that kind of came to my mind was when a guy who was meant to be a friend um, forced himself on me in my um, university room. And um, I mean, nothing, um, there was no, it was violent in terms of him pinning me down, but like that was kind of that and I managed to pry him off um so yeah um and kick him out of my room so it wasn't as it didn't get any further than him sort of like pushing me down and trying to force himself on me the second situation was um being in a friend's car after like a uni rave or link up or drink up or something like that anyway and um I was in the back of um my friend at the time her car and her two guy friends sat at the back with me um and I was drunk um and they sort of used one of their arms to sort of pin me down um so I had both arms on each side pinned down and then they were using the their free hands to grope me um and um yeah boobs bum thighs everything um to grope me so um that's difficult I mean from the the first situation I was able to get an apology like a year later but the person the guy that never said what he was apologizing for he never actually said why he did what he did or nothing but he was able to um apologize to my face but the second incident I mean those two guys were quite sketchy anyways and they were never people that I would call friends so I don't even to be honest want their apologies but I didn't even realize at the time that groping and like doing all that kind of I, di- I didn't realize that like sexual abuse when um isn't necessarily violent penetration penetrative um sex it can actually be like a number of different things and I don't want to um say the list now and trigger anyone but for those who want more clarification on different incidents that could be classed as sexual abuse I'll defo go and advise you to um look it up online or on social media because with all of this coming out there's been so much information online and it's really helped me to understand how vast um sexual abuse is um and therefore I've been able to identify which experiences I've had that would um be counted as sexual abuse so the last um incident um which is probably the most kind of um upsetting for me is one that happened with someone who again was someone that I would have called a friend, um, a long time ago, and, um, I was at their house, and they had invited, um, myself and, um, someone else who was also one of their friends to their house, and with their family, and their significant other, um, and without going into too much detail, um, the person basically rubbed themselves up on me, um, for a couple of seconds, and that happened, and, The reason why I never said anything at the time, even though this person was my friend when this incident happened, is because 
as I said, their significant other was there. It took place at their family home. Their family was present. And um, I just thought, you know what, the last thing that I want to appear as is some sort of home wrecker or like some sort of like trouble starter or troublemaker. And I know that's not the right attitude to have, um, but I can't lie. That's exactly what I thought at the time. And I thought, you know what, I don't want to be creating passer right now. So I literally did not say anything about it. And what actually triggered me is the fact that um, because of what people have been talking about and stuff, there were loads of um, sort of pictures going around. And um, I think two of them were made by an Australian girl, I believe. And she basically said, if I if um, like people were reposting this on their stories and it basically said, like, if I'm one of your abusers, no, not if I am, if I know any of your abusers or I follow any of your abusers, please let me know and I will unfollow or unfriend them. And the person who had done, um, who had committed this act um, to me, they um, basically um, put up one of these pictures on their story and that's what really actually got me kind of riled up and really upset and emotional because... I just thought, like, have you not looked at what you've done, like, in the past? Um, and do you not consider yourself to be an abuser? Um, so at first, um, when this whole kind of thing came to light for me, it just made me really emotional at first. Like, I couldn't stop crying. Um, I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to leave my bed for the evening. I was, like, in a really bad state. But the following morning all the tears had gone and I was playing gospel music because it was a Sunday morning and um, it was actually the morning I recorded last week's um, episode or the episode from two weeks ago um, with Cheryl and um, I was like fuck it I'm gonna confront this person Um, and they um, I still follow them on social media um, because I don't really have like anything against them um, apart from this incident, um, which again, I've never really confronted, um, or spoken about. And if they hadn't posted that thing on social media, I doubt I would have even ever made it into a thing, but it triggered me and I felt away. So I felt like I needed to redeem myself and get myself back to a normal state. So I, um, confronted them on Instagram DM with a couple of voice notes not expecting anything to be honest um I just kind of wanted to get things off my chest so I could move on with my day um and about an hour or so later they called me on private number and we discussed the situation um and it gave me the biggest relief um they didn't deny what had happened. They fully owned up to what they had done and apologized and asked me if there was anything else they could do to, you know, make me feel better about the situation. So for me, that was all I kind of needed. Like I just, it suddenly just made me feel so much better. I was able to like record and not feel a type of way. Um, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, so the last picture that I put up was literally on that day. And I mean, this is why people should never judge you by like what you post because boy, uh, I could have said a million and one things, but 
um, I just decided, you know what, I'm just gonna like get on with the rest of my day and I'm just gonna make it the best that I can because I knew that I was recording for you guys. Um, and yeah, my day was okay. Um, I also follow on the following, um, week after that, um, I also, um, got a chance to communicate with the person's significant other and that also went, um, more pleasantly than I expected and even gave me an even greater sense of relief. Um, so I'm not telling anybody to go and confront their abusers or, confront abusers on behalf of other people or anything like that but I just wanted to share my story in case someone was thinking of it or in case um it had been on someone's mind and just to give a different perspective to what is going on because I think there are going to be a lot of people who online or with brands and reputations to uphold that may not um admit to being an abuser or having um, committed an act of sexual abuse on someone else um, but just from my experience and knowing that the person like owned up to what they did and I've managed to continue on and not be as affected by it anymore um, I felt like that needed to be um, shared so I hope that me sharing that story helps someone. Now I want to discuss the list on Twitter so yes as I said my friend sent me the list and I only really knew about five or six names on there because they are well known in the social media space um, for various different things. And um, one thing that kind of stuck out to me is I would never like victim shame anyone or lie or think that anybody is lying about this happening to them. Even on the 90s Babies podcast, I think Fred said something about he'd rather believe a victim that lied than a potential rapist so and I I wholeheartedly agree with that the only issue I have is like with how the actual list was compiled and how that worked because technically um, and again they said this on the meet us after seven podcast they talked about the fact that anybody could have made a fake account male or female and submitted a name to this person on Twitter who created this um, account, or who, sorry, who created this concept of, of compiling this list. I say all that to say that because that was my concern, I was trying to get to the root of like how this came about. And like, so I went back to the list that was DM to me, and I looked at the person's at and I really recognized the at name, but I couldn't like, I didn't want to confirm or like assume. So then I looked at who they followed and a lot of those people um, either went to college with me or are friends with people that I went to college with. And then all of a sudden it hit me who the person was. Um, so again, I had to message someone from college to like check and be like, hey, you know, this whole list thing on Twitter, like, do you recognize this name? And the person I messaged was like, duh, basically. They were like, didn't you know? Like, I thought this whole time you were aware. I was fully not aware to the point where when the person confirmed it was who I thought it was, I literally dropped my phone and I was literally like shaking with anger. To make a long story short, this person who started this Twitter list of abusers 
is someone that I have a history with um um and I'm not saying that it's not possible that they've changed or they've reflected on their behaviors and now they're a different person but at the time they were just a horrible horrible human being like very evil um and they literally threatened to kill me about twice they harassed me online in person via text message like it was disgusting um this girl's harassment was to the point where my mum who wasn't even communicating with me at the time had to be made aware of what this girl was doing to me um and my mum called my college in order to get a restraining order on her or like basically so that like my college and her college were aware of what she was doing but now it just makes me think like I'm not gonna lie like I hope she didn't just like add random names on the list like I hope everyone on the list was like vetted and it's an honest um list I really do hope that the person had genuine intentions of like creating this list um to like save people from future incidents of sexual abuse because um yeah the the person um unfortunately um made my life a living hell for basically two years um that was hard to even like talk about but like I say all of this to say that we need to be very careful with how we interact with and associate with people um on social media because I think we get really caught up in someone having a big following and then attaching that to their character and assuming that them having a big following means that they're a nice person or that they're well-intentioned um and that is definitely not the case at all and that goes the same for someone with a small following I'm just saying in general when you are following someone that you don't know genuinely you need to know like why you're following that person and not assume that their following is attached to their character but yeah I just really wanted to share that because um you know part of me being a homebody is like protecting my space and who I'm around and I know that some people will say like well you know you ain't got no friends or how do you know and blah 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 but look guys I'm just from my personal experience the world is so small yeah that people whatever someone does in the dark will always be brought to light anyway but just be careful about who you're like associating with um and like interacting with and please don't make assumptions okay let's move on to some positive news now so um those of you who've been listening to the pod since day one you'll know that for international women's day i did an amazing episode with um, my friend khadija and her best friend olivia them to um, have started their own podcast now it's called the rebound pod and um, all the links and stuff will be left in the description box of this episode but I just want to tell you guys please 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 go and give it a listen because apart from my first episode their episode is the second most listened to episode of open till late so if you enjoyed the chemistry and the vibes that they brought to that episode then you need to listen to their their podcast because it's basically that and I know that 
like already from listening to their first episode I know that there's just like much more in store for them too as podcasters as well as everything else so please 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 go and give um the rebound pod a listen thank you to every person who bought a a this is a movement not a moment t-shirt I'm trying to find the best way um to donate it to as many causes as possible but if you did buy a t-shirt and you have a particular cause related to the Black Lives Matter movement that you wanted um, me to donate to please feel free to get in touch and I'll be happy to donate um, your portion of the profits to that specific charity or cause or organization and big shout out to my friend BB who was like pushing it so much for me on Twitter and I love her for that so in the end I did not get as many um sales as I wanted to but I bought um four um medium t-shirts so that you know if anybody did want one now that the campaign is closed then you could just dm me at open till late pod um and you can purchase one from me directly I will keep you guys posted on my personal Instagram as well as the um, podcast Instagram so you guys know exactly where the money went to. Okay guys well that is it from me this episode. Um, Thank you for listening and um, make sure to follow the pod, um, review, send me suggestions of what you want me to talk about. Like guys I'm up for anything so please just like send me your suggestions, your opinions, your thoughts. I love hearing from you guys and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!